Hi, everyone. Cheryl Cran here. I am excited to share with you this uh, week's podcast episode. And uh, we are here in season two, as you know, where I said that the focus is going to be uh, a lot on the impact of AI on the workplace. What does it mean for us as humans? Uh, what is it elevating us to be better at doing? How is it forcing us to be better humans? Uh, and today, what I want to talk about is the the biases that come in a hybrid workplace and then also how that links to sort of the AI chat GPT that we talked about. So in my book, Super Crucial Human, I talk about the hybrid workplace has accelerated the biases that people bring to the workplace. So for example, you could be somebody who believes that in office is where better work gets done, or you believe that being in office means that you have more uh, collaboration, or you could believe that being in office is where greater innovation happens. Uh, or you could believe that being in office proves that people you have you can keep an eye on people and prove that they're working hard. Uh, and so that bias, there's nothing wrong with it, by the way. It's simply it's developed out of our preferences. It's important though to recognize what's a bias and what's based on data and fact. So in the media, you probably are hearing things like uh, Amazon has ordered people, you know, some people back into the office or Twitter or some of these organizations. And what's happening with that, what you're not hearing that's being reported is the pushback to that. And in fact, there was an article last week about a major insurance company, which I will not name, uh, in the U.S., where they are really uh, aiming for that in-office presence. But what's fascinating is they're making it sound like, the media is making it sound like that the company is looking for full-time in-office. That is not what they're asking. They're actually asking for employees to commit up to three days, which is your pretty standard hybrid setup in most organizations right now. So the, 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 what we're seeing in our research is that most organizations, when they say they're hybrid, what that means is a majority of the workers are in office two to three days a week, working remotely two to three days a week depending on what what the the um the split is for each individual employee but then that also mean hybrid also means there are full-time in-office workers and it also means that there's full-time remote or virtual workers so where chat gpt and ai is going to support these biases is it's going there's going to be ways to leverage ai to remind us of our biases or remind us in our communication there's technology right now with ai where it's uh, add on to your email where it can actually read for bias it can read for tone it can read for and connect and correct it um open ai does that chat gpt can do that as well so i think what we're seeing is um, and, and actually, I had a client who said that they actually use ChatGPT to write a letter to someone that they want or a, an email to someone that they wanted to say something that was difficult to say, but they wanted to be diplomatic. And ChatGPT did a really good job of helping them frame it in a way that would be um, me, uh, received well by another human being. So when we look at hybrid and we look at AI, we, we can look at it as AI as our executive assistant that's helping us to be a better human. That's how I'm positioning it. So in the example of in-office bias, the challenge with that bias is recognizing that if it's a preference, if it's a work preference, if I'm a senior executive, I'm a CEO, and I just want everybody to work in office, I'm going to get pushback to that. Why? Because it's not a inclusive mentality. It's actually an exclusive mentality. And because we are in this era of inclusion, 
and crowdsourcing and in um, asking for people's input, when you mandate something, that's the opposite of that. So these organizations that are mandating are being met with backwards pressure because what we're dealing with here is social change. People are saying, well, why would you mandate something that we know that that doesn't have to be the structure other than you want it that way? And when a leader says they want something that way, that does lean more towards the past style of leadership, which is autocracy, telling people what to do, dictatorship versus holacracy, which is, you know, Zappos started with that over a decade ago, which is holacracy is a organic uh, collaborative model where, yes, you still have leaders and you still have structures, but it's not about telling people what to do. It's about engaging people with what to do. So I think that hybrid is is uh, really revealing some of its challenges more and more now as we are you know firmly way past the pandemic impact. This is now you know post pandemic reality of hybrid workplace. Now the other bias that you can have is you can have a fully remote bias, and I actually have a client right now that 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 he has that where he he was hired fully remote um, as an executive and. His team is in the head office that uh, where he works with the company. And so what, what I'm noticing with him is he's reluctant to have in-person time because he thinks that being remote, everything that could be done in person can be done remotely. The challenge with that bias is that bias reduces engagement and it reduces connection and it reduces quality of relationship. So there's a balance between in-person, there's a balance between virtual. I think that overall organizations are at a crossroads right now of really strategically examining what is the best use of our time in person. So if we have the majority of our workers in the office for three days, what are we doing to engage them in office that makes them enjoy being there, that makes them productive, that makes them see the value of their time of commuting and an extra time of getting ready in exchange for being in office. Conversely, are we, if we are more uh, leaning towards in office and have a preference for in-person, does that mean we're not leveraging our technology skills to leverage the virtual tools such as Zoom or Teams or WebEx or whatever they might be? And so I really feel from a human standpoint, where we are right now is, and, and I think chat GPT and AI is really accelerating this, is are we leveraging the technology to help us achieve our goals and to achieve the work that needs to be done, but without looking at it through the lens of location? Because that location bias can prevent the collaboration. You know, one of the things that I get text messaged to me from my audiences all the time is, well, Cheryl, if people are primarily remote, what about uh, culture? You know, what's going to happen to our culture? Well, culture is not location specific. And I've said this before in previous podcasts. Culture is a combination of relationship equity that you have gained from investment. And when I say relationship equity, both in person and virtually, you've invested the time, the energy, the interest, and the caring about people so that the relationship transcends location. Doesn't matter if I see you in person or we're virtual, we're going to have the same level of um, transparency, same level of autonomous uh, collaboration. So that's really what we're being up-leveled and asked to be doing. And as I said, if you can leverage ChatGPT and AI to help you communicate in a way that supports collaboration and that supports this new way of working that we're all in, I think we're going to see more and more people equipped with the skills to do this more effectively. 
So um, kind of crossed over a number of topics in this particular podcast, which is I started saying, you know, the season is focused on chat GPT and AI, but through the lens of my work, which is people first, which is how is the technology of today, the extension of technology helping us and how are we, can we leverage it? So definitely ChatGPT is helping with communication, how to frame things with people. It's helping with writing things. Um, I had a group a few weeks ago where they asked me about, you know, are teachers embracing AI as it relates to students' writing? And the answer is yes, because teachers see it as another tool for students to learn how to write by being modeled through a, a GPT AI tool. Um, it's not, and so one of the arguments might be, well, People are going to lose the art of writing because they're going to be relying on technology. Well, I want to remind you all that we said the same thing about math and calculators when we got Google and we got all these technology tools that help us calculate without needing to use a calculator. It hasn't made us any less smart or any less mathematically proficient. What it's done is augmented our ability to access what we need to find out quickly. So ChatGPT is doing the same thing. So um, I hope in this episode, you've gathered a few things. And let me just quickly recap. It is that in the hybrid workplace, the challenges of having an in-office bias or a remote bias is, is really still prevalent. It's a, it's a major challenge for organizations. Uh, the key is communication, recognizing when we are biased, recognizing that we need to elevate our skills in order to make the most of no matter where we are location-wise. And one of the things I want to point out is even though I talk about hybrid and I'm, I'm, I believe in hybrid and my clients are, you know, 90% of them are hybrid in, embedded. Um, I want to make the point that not everybody is suited for fully virtual or even fully in office. And I'm sure you've figured this out from a independent worker personality style. So for example, in order to be successful, fully remote, that person needs to be autonomous, independent, entrepreneurial, easy to make their own decisions, doesn't need a lot of guidance to get the work done, is able to measure their own performance, is able to self-resource, is able to self-check, is able to be fully accountable. Uh, those are the requirements for people to be successful in a remote work environment. In office, they need to be, and this is true for both, but in office particularly, you need to be a great communicator. You need, need to be personable, approachable. Uh, you need to be okay with interruptions on a regular basis. Uh, you need to be able to get your level of work done, even though you're in an office of, of a variety of people. So keeping in mind that hybrid is also causing all of us as leaders to reevaluate work and linking personality to work. Do we have the right personality in their role or location that is going to help them be more successful. So a lot of things to consider here, um, a lot of information in this one episode. Future episodes are also going to include some live clips and excerpts from some presentations I've been doing over the last little while. So stay tuned for those. Uh, but would love to hear your feedback on today's episode, which is hybrid workplace, in-office bias, how chat GPT and AI are going to help us be better communicators. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and we'll see you on the next episode.